Greetings, travelers. This is Callie, the producer, just letting you know that this next episode we recorded at our live show at Indie PopCon. It's going to be about cryptids in Indiana. So sit back, relax, and we'll see you on the other side. I'm author Mark Muncy. And I'm author Erica Lance. And this is Eerie Travels. All right. <laughs> Greetings, travelers. Greetings, travelers. Uh, and uh, we're here and we finally got set up and we are at Indie PopCon with our massive audience here. So, so, There's that, so many people. So here. many people. It's crazy. Thank- yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's Sunday morning and they put the creepy people on bright and early after yeah. everybody was out partying. Uh, a lot of people were at Jeff Strand, who we had on. Attack recently doing tomatoes. attack of the killer tomatoes <laughs> and uh now we've got to say this this con has been a comedy of errors yeah uh and and really. so to start this episode i am going to say robert the doll we love you we love you you're the best you're the boy. best boy and i don't know what we did wrong so we're sorry we offended you Beautiful. and uh you know please remove your curse from this trip and that will be on a future episode where we will discuss all the bad things that happened here. Yes. Uh, but we're alive, alive, which is the important thing. And we're still here and we're recording and we are in wonderful Indianapolis, Indiana. Yes. And we have been staying at the Omni Severin Hotel. Look at you. You're going to let everyone know is- where to Puts well, us down, but we're on the floor with the the haunted. We were on the floor with a haunted ghost, yeah, you know, with, with, with with a haunted stairwell. It's a uh, there's a man, a male spirit that is seen walking his dog, and then he just disappears in the hallway. And uh, people wake up hearing the dog bark and all this, and go, "Hey, there's a dog on our level, and it's making noise." But there are no dogs on that level. Yeah, uh, and then there's a a more period piece because the hotel's over 100 years old yeah. it was built in 1913 closed for a little while recently remodeled recently reopened but there's a lady who is seen and she runs also on the sixth floor yeah. to the stairwell and just kind of disappears but then sometimes she's seen in the lobby running out and gets into a carriage like a ghostly carriage oh wow and that's right out in front of the big union station. Which we that took be- pictures in front of. So yes. Beautiful. Oh, so before I go any further, I've got to introduce my two wonderful co-hosts for this. Took since... two of us to make up for Erica. Yeah. Yes. Erica is uh, traveling abroad, uh, doing research for future travels. Uh, so I have the wonderful Valerie Willis, Woo! who you may recall from the Rua 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 episode. Loop Guru episode. And then Bo Lake, who has been with us uh, several times as well. The Bunny Man. The Bunny Man uh, and uh, Rona, right? Yep. So uh, so it's fun being amongst friends, uh, even without you, Erica. We miss you. Uh, hopefully we'll you, you were nice to Robert and, and aren't having any problems on your trip. We're behaving, so. I swear. But Indianapolis, I had to talk about Indiana cryptids. Because a lot of people don't know the Indiana cryptids. I don't know any. We did a panel yesterday called Midwest Haunts. 
And there were so many people who did not know the the local monsters. And that really? surprised the heck out of me because I would say, hey, yeah, how no. many of you know the Beast of Busco? And not one hand Wait, raised up. Do that- you know the Beast of Busco? Is- uh, just moved here a month ago. So, yeah. Wait, wait. I might actually know this one. That's yeah. the big turtle. That's the big turtle. The big turtle. Yes. yes. All right. Um, so the big, the I'm beast of Busco, I'm going to start with that one. Um, and it's this, just this fun, crazy story. This is like a Tiger King episode waiting to happen. <laughs> this need, someone needs to buy this story and make it a major Netflix series because, all right. So, cause it start, it's got everything. It starts in the 1800s, early 1800s. And this uh, guy named Oscar Folk owns a farm. And on that farm, there's set a lake. You know, it's like, it sounds like the you know, old McDonald here, right? And in that lake, and in on, what was there in the lake? There was a turtle. All right. And almost was the song from Wicker Man. I realized that in my head. Uh, and on that boat, glad I'm in. All right. Sorry. Tangent. But uh, anyway, um, so on this four acre lake, it's a pretty right. good sized lake, lake. Uh, taking up his land. And he, the old folk would say, oh yeah, got a big turtle. He's a friend. Yeah. And, uh, and very we, casual. we just, we almost, talk. Almost like yeah. it's him flexing. They just don't know how he's flexing because it's just a turtle. It's right? a turtle. He talks about his friend, the turtle. turtle. And now that's basically the story starts, right? Right. Nothing happens. It just everybody in town knows Oscar has a farm and has a turtle. All right. Years yeah, later, yeah, yeah. Oscar dies. He has no family yeah, except for the turtle. I mean, you can't leave it to the turtle, apparently, in the state of Indiana in the 1800s. So, no, no. Uh, I, although some lady left a house to a bunch of cats nearby. So, uh, that's that's another that's thing. Discrimination. So, uh, so new, new farm comes in to, and takes over. Yeah. in uh 1850s okay and they talk about a giant turtle now he's, on, he's upgraded from he's big big to, to giant okay. and that he and they won't go out on the lake what what would you consider like when someone describes something big like what is like the parameter right. versus giant like when someone says something's big i'm thinking like refrigerator size but if someone says giant i'm thinking car size like semi truck a giant and um anyway the giant turtle this wonderful thing uh so another that family has the property for a little while and again they lose the property in a law you know losing money great depression all this so another man buys the farm uh uh, uh get it buys the farm uh but anyway um he gets the farm and now he hears the stories. Everybody's asking him, Hey, what about the giant turtle? Do you know anything about the giant turtle? You know? And he's like, what are you talking about? I have this big lake. And they're like, this is a turtle out there. Old Oscar talked about the turtle. And they're like, whatever. And he goes out there. And one day sees a lot of disturbance in the water and he gets close and up pops a giant turtle head. And he says, bigger than a man's head you know oh. so you know big big head turtle uh, I described this yesterday you yeah. said bigger than a man's head i thought the entire turtle was bigger, but, oh yeah no that's <laughs> no that's just his head his head is bigger than a man's head. my head yeah yeah and, 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 there's and a body attached yeah and there's uh, something big attached <laughs> there, to it there is now, a body attached now he doesn't think anything of it and he's like wow this is this is a big turtle 
but the next day he's got a friend who's a reverend. So, you know, that immediately gives the story all the credibility in the Fair world they are from, from 1930s. And they go out on the lake and they're looking at this giant, giant turtle. And they're both in two different boats and they realize it is huge. They're talking, yeah. they do say car sized. Uh, and uh, what kind of car though? Yeah, it would have been 1930s car. That's a still you know, probably a, a model chunky car. Probably model pretty a. good. You know, you know the silver phantom maybe you know rolls royce you know those are big <laughs> fancy car. yeah fancy car uh i think i think the turtle deserves that but anyway um so he becomes obsessed with catching the turtle oh no because the local newspaper offers a thousand dollar reward oh then the cincinnati zoo reads about it in the paper and they offer to double that reward. So now there's a three thousand dollar bounty, and this is, is 1930s. Lot. They wanted a lot. They wanted a lot. So put in the zoo. So immediately we get this is where the Tiger King stuff starts coming in. We get this <laughs> amazing world-renowned turtle catcher. Oh, comes from yeah, overseas, you know, overseas with a diving from equipment where? From and where? Uh, from England. Oh, England. And, uh, turtle I didn't know they had turtle problems. I didn't, I didn't know. But he comes and he gets a diving suit okay. uh, that's specially made for this occasion. Is it like with the big, the big, big, the big tonk thing, yeah. like something out of Bioshock. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, and um, he, get, but it's missing a part. So he can't go diving for like a week. And that's so, and all weird. the newspapers are there, I all the television, you know, all the radio people. Exactly. He's supposed <laughs> to be the world's best. And then they finally get the part. And he goes in the water and it's faulty. And so he has to come back up. You're and check your stuff. You're supposed He's to be this professional. So finally, the next day, he goes down and he suddenly comes up with, a, you know, just a snapper head, you know, turtle. And he's like, ah, I caught it. I'm the best. And, uh, and here's my, where's my reward? And everybody's like, that's this tiny damn thing. That can't be what it is. That's and the spawn. It's, of it's a big. You know, it's a big turtle, yeah. but still not, you know, nothing record breaking. And turns out he went and bought it from an exotic animal dealer <laughs> in near Cincinnati, who's like, hey, that's my turtle you just bought from me. So he's sent back to England packing in shame. And then the other guy is still like, and now everybody thinks it's a hoax. And so he's yeah. like, no, I've got to prove I've got to do this. And now he is obsessed. obsessed. Right. Because now there's this so he professional has made a giant net the, that's sent to him. He spends all his money on this. When that doesn't work after a little while, yeah, they he, bury in the mud. he starts, he hires a company to come out and drain the lake. Oh, and while they're draining the lake, and it's costing you know tons of money to do a four-acre lake. Yeah. This is not a tiny project. No. He's got his tractor running like 24 hours doing this. Um, there's this craziness going on. What, 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 what do we do? What do we do? And what's funny is GE, the electric company, comes out and sees he's spending all this money on electricity and all this. And they said, We got an idea. Let's shock the hell out of the mud. Because these things yeah. live in the mud, and it'll come running to the top. It seems yeah. rude. I yeah. I'm... <laughs> so they run electric cords into the mud oh and shock God. the water. Guess what? Nothing happens. 
No, so, because he's he's hibernating yeah, and he's you're like, just gonna knock him out and he's just not gonna go anywhere. Yeah, yeah. So like, I got the best sleep of my life. They finally <laughs> get the muck down to like less than six feet and they're you know and there's nothing. So they they start letting the water go back in. Now the guy goes bankrupt. He spent all his life, all his like money. How much would that all cost? A tons then? back then, right? And he's not farming Definitely. at all because no, you know, the one thing he's is not the... farming. He's obsessing on the thing. Yeah, I mean, they're calling it the Beast of thousand... Busco because this right. is in the town of Churubusco, just so, a little north. Right. Of here. I have a question. Mark. Yeah, what they called a beast? It didn't kill anybody. It didn't kill anybody. It was. It was. It was. It was the thirties, and newspapers needed to sell. That's just. That's how they do it. So, and it was alliteration. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, what's exactly. really. It's you know, know the in Florida, the monster would have had a terrible name because yeah. we don't have nice names in Florida. Yeah. Like we, Pinky. We discussed this, like Pinky, like. <laughs> Skunk ape, the you know, case. it's you know, it's yeah, what it's all this the Barton Booger, the Barton Booger, yeah, yeah, it's just they don't get good names in no, Florida. No, Up no. here, they get great names, Beast of Busco. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he's also known as Oscar, yeah, because he's named after oh, the original farmer, his friend, the original farmer, so uh, or the Folk River monster or Folk Lake monster because okay, it's Folk Lake because that was Oscar Folk, folk. Yep. yeah, but anyway, that's just it. Uh, it goes the his property goes up for sale again. Now this is the best part about this is because the auctions have to list everything that comes with. Did they list the? They didn't <laughs> list the turtle, but they list the tractor, the the dredge pump, all these hooks that oh, he had wow. run through, and all these other things, and a two hundred and fifty foot diameter net <laughs> to catch a turtle. So. The new family owns the property and it is still in that family today. Mm-hmm. And people ask them about Oscar and the Beast of Busco and they go, he can live there as much as he wants. We're never going to bother him. Now, the best thing to come out of this was like Mothman Festival, like so many festivals where cities embrace this, Churubusco has turtle days every year <laughs> nice. and nobody even realizes it's about oscar Aww. but they go and and spend the day there looking at that so so what do we think uh, has there been recent sightings there has not been any more reported sightings because it is private property there's no one allowed uh, on except for the family and the family doesn't want they don't want to talk about it or anything but you can go to the edge of folk lake and you can go up to the the property line and you yeah. can look out over folk lake Ooh. So there are people who do investigate, but there hasn't like been the any recent sightings. Yeah. yeah. Because it's literally one little bend. In, one little bend in the road. You can only bugs. catch it's like fine. I yeah, don't see A lot of well, the 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 two other... twists in this old the farmer who re- lost his farm and everything, yeah. he wound up working for General Electric, the company oh that uh, yeah. oh my God. <laughs> and he says he hopes the turtle is living a happy life. Uh, is there other bodies of water near there? There are. And now the company that was hired to drain the lake goes over there to drain another lake for another project where they're building a giant dam. Uh-huh. And their pump stops one night. They can't figure out what it is. They get out there and it is, according to them, a giant turtle blocking the pipe. And now it wasn't how giant oscar How big giant. but they said as you know the biggest snapping turtle they'd ever seen but it was not record breaking or anything and so a couple of people said oh that was oscar so he just went into another lake but anyway 
that's Oscar the Beast of Busco. And uh, I, you know, one of our many cryptids here in Indiana. So uh, now we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we'll talk about our next one. Eerie Appalachia. Gear up for a frightful jaunt into the darkest reaches of the ancient Appalachians. Folks deep within the Appalachian hollers lean close to the campfire to share stories of the inexplicable with hushed awe. Monsters rumbling in the hills, strange lights darting through the pitch black night sky, horrible occurrences almost ineffable in their bizarre tragedy. Tall tales, you might say. Tell that to the Flatwoods monster in Braxton County, West Virginia, or the Goat Man of Louisville. Look into his humanoid eyes and let him know you don't believe. What of those apparitions in Mammoth Cave's Corpse Rock or the Satan spawn known as the Jersey Devil? How do you respond when confronted by these mysteries? From the metaphysical energy that swirls near Serpent Mound in Ohio to Point Pleasant's Mothman Legacy, Mark Muncy and Kerry Schultz explore the dark history lurking in the shadows of Appalachia. Read by Mark Muncy, author and experts on strange folklore with appearances on shows such as Ancient Aliens, The Curse of Robert the Doll, and many, many more. Greetings, mortals and others. I'm Dick Terhune, the voice from hell. I work with haunted attractions all over the US, Canada, and Europe to increase audiences and enhance their experience with highly effective commercials, narrations, animatronic character voices, whatever your dark heart desires. Let me help you do more, scare more, profit more. Find out more at Voice From Hell on Facebook and at voicefromhell.com. my favorite part mark yes and we're back yeah (laughs) she's just the the recording in progress yeah i love that so and we're back gang we are here at indie popcon and we are doing continuing our beasts of indiana yes um now there are plenty of ghosts and monsters and all that to go around uh so we will talk about our second cryptid now this one is more recent Oh. Right, we went back to the 1800s for Oscar, and he goes yeah. all the way up to the 1950s. But this one, um, how about 1997? Really? So uh, that was within my my children's lifetimes. Yes. So uh, and mine. At, yeah, and, yeah, and your <laughs> lifetimes, right? Yeah. So 1997, there is the town of uh, Evansville. Okay. And Evansville is not too far from here uh and it is this is remember this is the big car boom time okay, right, right. So detroit is king but indiana's wanting some of that you know some of that money so they have gmc okay. is general motors company has a big factory there and that is where everybody works in town right yeah. that is right. that's the, it's a factory town it's keeping everybody alive union jobs good money this is what we do so that you know it pays to be part of the business and all that well they get one of the new the local newspapers gets a whistleblower report that says they are dumping toxic chemicals just outside the plant into these pits that are even better the pits were like native american sites that they're burying them in oh so that's why the whistleblower double but the whistleblower also says there's stuff living in the the the, the toxic sludge, and it's crazy looking. It's unusual, and so 
he gets out there to investigate. Right. And he goes out and starts looking in these pits and he sees what looks like to him squids with eyes, with human eyes, white opalesque humanoid eyes, like blind humanoid eyes. So never seen anything like it. It's a white muck that they're swimming through. Mm -hmm. Can't figure it out. He's like, wow, I call, he's calling the EPA. Like produces the article, calls the EPA out there. Well, the GMC company gets word of the, you know, sees the article. Like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Whoa, you know, so they, so when the EPA shows up to investigate, they go, well, let's show you the factory. The factory's great. Yeah, so they show them the factory. No problems in the factory. Factory's beautiful. So the EPA guy goes home. And then ignore ignore the pits behind the. Because what you didn't see is that they took him to the back office, fed him a a grandiose meal. Yeah, yeah, lobster thermometer and check under the table. Yeah, yeah. And so he's like, "Well, we'll be back, you know, in a week to check the grounds." So the factory goes on high clean alert and cleans out the pits and does all this amazingness and. So when Mr. EPA comes back with the group to go investigate the grounds, not a trace of any problems ever. There's some unusually high bacteria in the uh, area. Oh, so that is all they are cited. But that's for. because of the it, Indian burial ground now. It could be anything. Human remains. Could be anything. They have a minor fine and it goes away. But now our reporter guy, undaunted by this, you know, Modern reporter would have been like, all right, moving on, next blog. This reporter is like, no. No, justice needs to be served. Exactly. I am, you know, we're going to, all the presidents mend this. So he starts interrogating (laughs) all the, mm, uh, but uh, he's got Bob Woodward this. And so he starts interviewing every single person that works at the factory. And he gets foreman and stuff to come out and say, oh yeah, we had to spend all night working and draining the pits. And we- captured those buggers that's actually one of them's quote <laughs> caught one of those buggers what and it was so big we put it in an oil drum what and joe the foreman took it home like you put it in a pickup he's like, like the oh, other the other ones we killed and put in the drums and i don't know and then but then the air force came the air force folks. and they took the drums was it aliens? That's what the question is now. Is like, wait, there's some guys from Wright Patterson Air Force Base show up and take drums of squids with human with eyes. human eyes and too many tentacles. That was they all kept saying too many tentacles for a squid. The mind players needed to go back. Uh, home. Yeah, yes. yeah, you've been playing too much Baldur's Gate. Uh, but uh, but um, yeah, this is <laughs> this, like I said, another what an amazing story. So it the story dies out real quick because there's, there's no <laughs> nothing to see here 97 97 oh my god nothing it to see here move along like a 1930s oh, exactly right and conspiracy cover up all this now the air force freedom of information act nothing right right okay. nobody knows what the hell we're talking about that that these these foremen made it up these guys work for gmc they have they've been there 30 years 20 years they do not want to lose these jobs. Why would you make this up of all things? Right. You know, giant squids in the mud. So these are foreman jobs. This is 
this is money money yeah um and and it's and all you, you got in the job, town it's cozy you yeah. work it and this is all that's available work. in the town so yeah. um so the reporter decides he <laughs> wants to do another mothman type festival <laughs> everyone loves he's, he's, he needs a festival so he makes buttons make evansville squidville <laughs> and tries to oh get the God. newspaper to sponsor a festival for squids and um in the middle of indiana it didn't work uh but Aww. for cryptozoologists those buttons are like the holy grail collector's items because he only made like a hundred of them and they're oh my god yeah and they're amazing um so there is no squid festival to go to in evansville and the gmc went out of business Aww. the factory is closed the pits are still there oh so and they are accessible on public land so they are trying to buy them uh to make it a indigenous Art site and, and and restore it to you know but I, I, I but i'm convinced somewhere that one guy who took the live one there's there is, is a drum yeah thing. he kept that away from the the government men uh and i'm like again we're gonna have like what happened with oscar's farm it's yeah. some way he's going to get foreclosed on or something and, so it's gonna and somebody's going to clear out a barn in the middle of nowhere and they're like what's and this drum what's this drum and it's going to be some squid thing monster in there it's what a crazy story right yeah. so and it's crazy to think that it was in 1997 97. yeah 97 like, this isn't like so you the can, internet and we're still finding squid squids and barrels yep. yeah okay <laughs> so now this next one I'm going to go back again. We're going to travel back in time. We're going to um, yo-yo me like We're going to yo-yo like this because that's that's the way you do for these stories. Uh, so this one is 1950s again. Okay. And this one, there isn't much to the story, but once you piece it together with a couple other incidents that occur on the exact same night, suddenly it takes a whole new life. Okay. okay? So are you following me along here, gang? Yes. Okay. Take us so on a, on a 1952. 1952. Okay. This the is the year a, before my mother-in-law was born and my dad. Okay. That's, so that's how uh, this one has a lady swimming in a lake and uh, and she's <laughs> no, well, she's in an inner tube. It's oh. she's just kind of relaxing in the inner tube, but she's, you know, waist. You know, she's yeah. like doing the not where she's relaxing back. She's kind of got bobbing. You know, just bobbing in the, like in, the inner tube with a couple friends. Okay. okay. And something okay. grabs her leg. Of course. And she felt okay. like a hand and it's pulling her on. It's Jason. And it hurts. <laughs> and she screams, right? Because you do, right? Yeah. And, right, right. And I'm then glad I, we went from Jaws to Jason. Jaws, Jason. I mean, it's classic horror movie horror territory. Movie territory. And, yeah. and, and then she's, she's struggling to get to shore. And so, and it grabs her again and yanks her back down. And she finally kicks free, gets to shore. Her friend's freaking out, gets over to her. And she's got claw marks on her legs. Looks like a hand claw marks. Now, we'd say down in Florida, there's an alligator. That gator got her. Gator got her. What the heck is she doing out in that stupid lake? Uh, yeah, uh, but, uh, and, and that happens. No, a guy no, was tubing down the Wakai or canoeing or, or kayaking yeah. or something down the Wakaiva yep. in a popka not and, far from Orlando, and he lost his arm to the gator. So the, the gator, gator got him. The gator, gator got just him. snatched his arm off. Yep. So, oh. um, <laughs> so we're trying to figure out, you know, what she's trying to figure out what's going on. But not only is her claws, there's this green goo 
like all around her leg. Not algae. This green goo, and it won't come off. It takes like days to get it off. Ew. Did she uh, went to the doctor? She went to the doctor, was infected, but they were able to cure the infection. And she was, you know, just freaking out about this, said something tried to pull her under. Now, a movie had come out right around this time, and it was called The Creature from the Black Lagoon. So everybody's like, oh, she's... Filmed she, in she, Florida in she's Silver Springs. Silver Springs so in Florida. Florida is haunting Indiana. That's so, what I'm yeah, exactly. So that's hundred percent. This is a this is a propaganda piece for the movie, right? right? This is but she's insisting, you know, this is this is real. And yeah. she you know, and her legs, yeah, you know, all messed up. Um now, this is so but that's it. The beast is never seen again, it is okay. never experienced again. And no one ever saw anything. It's yeah. just she got pulled under this weird thing. Now, the reason I bring this one up is because that same day, just there are hundreds of UFO sightings all over the United States, including Washington, D.C. the week before had a UFO sighting. But then you put that night together and it's an early night and and, and, you, and it's in December and it's like, okay, wait, why was she doing on a lake in December, right? Yeah, it's a little right. cold, yeah. but it's, it was a warm December night. But you put two and two together and you realize the night, it is the night of the Kelly Hopkinsville encounter with the little green men Oh my God. in Hopkinsville, which for those who don't know, Hopkinsville was, we, we did an episode on it. That is a night where these little silver men attack the small town of Kelly, Kentucky, they attack a farm in the middle of nowhere. They're floating. They have big green eyes and they have a green glow about them, but they're in silver suits and they're raising their arms. Like a movie alien. Yeah, like a movie. But what actually more now we realize it's like a Roswell style alien, but they were yeah. wearing like some sort of goggles and yeah. and they, they shoot at them for like two hours uh, and because two it's hours? Kentucky <laughs> and... <laughs> shotguns shotguns and um and they actually went to the police about this and the police come out and the military come out and so the military are all there investigating this me interested when you call the police the military show right up right it says there's something more it doesn't happen anymore no but there's something to that that yeah, that, why were that, they there? Why would These they are, be there for Campbell, Kentucky for Central crazy, Regiment for, out to investigate crazy random shooting, shooting their gun uh, for two hours? And but one of the reporters it could have been bad moonshine for all they knew, even though they were silver and gray. One of the reporters heard them talk about the green glow, so he coins this phrase that we now know as little green men. men. He talks about that. So that lady, after her leg is caught. The next day, she reads the paper about the little green men in Kentucky, uh, or the tub men, as they were called, because they said, oh, they flew across us like in a giant tub. Uh, and, uh, so they were called the, the Kentucky redneck description of And that's sadly the life. problem with the, the poor family, with the uh, yeah. the Sutton family, with the, the Hopkinsville goblins. They were made so much fun of. Oh, uh, but right. now we look at their encounter and realize this is very this much is uh, overlapping. It, it overlaps with the uh, very many alien encounters of the time and that UFO flap of 1952. And we're learning more about that a lot that, you know, Eisenhower went to 
all the pilots yeah. because seven UFOs flying over the White House. Everybody was talking about, well, we're not going to believe in aliens until they land on the White House lawn. Well, these flew over it yeah. and yeah. they scrambled fighter jets and everything. And so there was this thing, uh, yeah. uh, Major Donald Kehoe, he retired from the Air Force and he said they were under orders to shoot them down mm. with whatever wow. they could. And if and even if it meant crashing into them, if you thought you could eject safely, kamikaze these things because wow. we want the technology before the russians get it Holy so and he did Very he didn't cool. talk about that till he was on his deathbed yeah. oh wow. so um yeah we're learning more about that stuff so that's why we call ancient alien spoilers now because it's <laughs> you know it's not even uh you know there's there's no craziness to this we're we're, we're learning more and more so about the kentucky stuff. little green men the same day the same day as this lady grabbed grabbed that night that night a few hours later a few hours i was going to ask was it during day or night for the kentucky yeah the night was it was the night before was the kentucky Kentucky. encounter the next day is her encounter encounter. uh and it's you know chris it's new year's break so that's why everybody was out out and about doing things and that's why there were four families in this one house in kentucky and all this happened um as strange as it may sound mm. that someone's swimming in a lake, but if it's spring fed, the springs have a constant, constant temperature. Warm temperature. It's always uh, 72 degrees, I think, is the, the temperature. That and that's how you do, that's how you relax yeah. up here. It was right. before saunas. This is kind of what you did was yeah, a mineral right. spring. Mineral uh, and it's nice in the winter. You know, you so, go out, it's chilly on the top and you're warm on the bottom. So, yeah. so either, either dive pneumonia so or it turn it into a hurricane. Like, oh, but, yeah, you know. she was swimming, <laughs> was she really? But that that's, that's most yeah likely. but uh so that's yeah so that one i give a little more credence to now yeah now for our next one that we're gonna go into a little outside we got what five minutes so give me five minutes give, gang. Five minutes. give me five minutes on this little tree we're gonna go over the state line we could go if you go a little north here you get into michigan and you got the beast of bray road which another beast it's is another oh, which is our werewolf boy and did he my, kill someone uh no but he's terrified a few people where he's jumped on ca- cars and he jumps scratched them my year? he does parkour he, he one does. of my favorite things is well the lady who saw him once she she drives and her headlights hit him and uh-huh. you two are gonna love this she said like he was not hairy you know, like a Bigfoot or a bear. Oh. And that was her, exactly her quote, not a yeah. Bigfoot or a bear. Like she's seen a <laughs> dozen Bigfoots. Maybe, yeah. Maybe she has, but she know. said it had a wolf-like head Okay, and a very built body. Oh, handsome. Yeah. handsome. He was Jack. Like he, was, he was, he was, this is the reason why the ladies love Love, you know, love uh, Beast yeah. of Bray Road. Yeah. So, yeah. uh, because he is built like, you know, he's he is Jack. So, and that is, and that is what, what happens. So and he jumps uh, in the car. So they get yeah. up close to personal. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Now she said he was looked like she thought she'd hit him uh-huh. with the car. Cause she felt this big bump. And so she goes over to the side of the road and sees him laying there and realizes this ain't human. This has got a wolf head and all this. And so I'm like, man, for this beast that everybody's terrified of, yeah, he got hit by a car and just kind of laid there, and and then she just saw how jacked he was, and yeah, like, and, yeah, oh, oh my, yeah, oh, like, oh my goodness, she take him home? yeah, no, no, she doesn't. That's the thing. 
she gets in her car and leaves. I'm That's like, come on. Now, in your off. books, wait, yeah, wait, it would be different, right? Wait, wait, what year is the, all this happening? 2004. Oh, she should have known to take it home. <laughs> she could have been she in a photo. She could have been in a book. She yep. cell phones. Cell yep. Phones. There, it, the area of this road, there is no cell service, but still, she should have taken a picture, right? Sure. Yep, yep. So now, I'm cranky Polaroid, like, yep. Now I've gotten some <laughs> disposable cameras. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's, that's what we all had back then. Yes, uh, I've I've gotten some listener uh, emails about Bray Road. Some really? people have seen it, and they all talk about you know I don't believe in Bigfoot. I don't believe in UFOs. Don't believe in ghosts. But, this but I believe sexy. I believe in the beast of Bray Road. Yep. Yeah. So uh the uh take a road trip though i know it's only a few hours from here but uh our our boys at small town monsters did a documentary on beast of bray road that is really good the problem is is you have to be careful because asylum the wonderful producers of sharknado and sharktopus versus (laughs) megasaurus yeah uh they uh they did a Beast of Bray Road movie that has nothing to do with the real stories and oh, and all that. It, and it's, is he hot in that though? Uh, uh, I don't know. <laughs> for all I know purposes, is Mark. for research purposes, you're gonna have to watch it, Bo, and tell me. So <laughs> all I know is it's got like an IMDb rating of like two. So uh, I I suffer through a lot of those, but I don't know if I could suffer through that. So uh, <laughs> well, yeah, we have a movie party later. Oh yeah, maybe, but mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, Mark's like no. But, <laughs> all right gang but we are about out of time thank you so uh, much for joining us here at yes, indie pop uh indie pop con and yes. uh our next stop will be dragon con next week yeah although this won't air till two weeks after so sorry you missed us uh but uh but you, know, you should have been here live it's been here. it was much more fun Oh, um and uh but as we uh thank you so much for joining me valerie where, where can we find your stuff online willisauthor.com you uh, can find the book of werewolves uh and other uh public domain remakes but it also rise sexy saucy broody angsty paranormal romance and 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 werewolf werewolves all right. Santa's all right and Bo, where can we find you bowlikebooks.com and i also write spicy werewolves horror werewolves okay so i think yeah you guys are definitely doing a trip to bray road yeah uh i'm gonna stop at the mushroom mines on the way home i think just oh yes because it's it's uncle mark is taking us places can we record in the mines uh we should oh that's a good idea that's a good idea uh we will we'll definitely be going by uh kentucky for kentucky and seeing cocaine bear the real cocaine bear yeah that's uh Pablo Escobar's remains are there. Uh, every, and thank you, Adulting Axolotl, one of the vendors out here yes, who's a fan is. of our podcast. They made a may cocaine bear destroy this house oh, last a thing for our new home oh. in North Carolina. So that was super nice of him. Uh, but anyway, and as always, gang, hopefully Erica is traveling safely and will rejoin yeah. us soon. But uh, as as they are with the Irish and the fae uh and uh but the uh and and those spookies and well we'll thank oscar the beast of busco for yes. uh letting us talk about him we'll thank the uh oil pit squids for uh letting yes. us talk about them make yes. evansville squidville yes. Yes. yes yes we need to make shirts we, yeah. all right but uh anyway and as always gang we'll see you on the other side